About two months ago, I met a man in a Polish border town named Alex Spector. He goes by Sasha. Sasha had flown all the way from Chicago to meet his new sons, twin baby boys, Lenny and Moisha. Hey, I'm Sasha. You're Sasha? I am Sasha. Oh my God. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It's, uh, the twins are already in. Lenny and Moisha were born prematurely to a Ukrainian surrogate just as Russia started its war on Ukraine. Getting the boys out of Kyiv was a feat. Rescuers exfiltrated the babies and the surrogate in a mission called Operation Gemini. They dodged Russian artillery fire, drove through a snowstorm, and finally, after the longest day of their very young lives, the twins arrived after midnight at the Polish hospital where Sasha met them for the first time. I spoke to him outside a few minutes later. They're just amazing. It's just I didn't, because in the photographs, they look so big. But then you're like, just like, oh my God, I, insane. Okay. There was like a storm, a winter storm. It's like a snowstorm. It's the, the war didn't want to let them go, but we got them out. So. The war didn't want to let them go. Thanks, thanks for the good people of Ukraine. The last time we heard from new father Sasha. All right, so this is for Lenny and Moshe and for all the wonderful people that helped to bring them here. He said he was ready to start a new chapter of his life. The real life begins now, and this was the surreal life. You know, the twins, just, I had to look at them and, you know, be saturated with their presence. A few days after the twins were rescued, Sasha's partner Irma flew from Chicago to Poland to meet the twins for the first time herself. The new parents were preparing to bring Lenny and Moisha back home to America, and so when I left Poland in early March, I expected that the family would be in Chicago soon after. So I was shocked to get a text from Sasha recently saying that he, Irma, and the twins were still in Poland. You thought that getting the kids out of the war zone would be the hardest part. Right, of course. Yeah. But this is harder. Consider this. For babies Lenny and Moisha, getting out of bureaucratic limbo was even more complicated than getting out of a war. From NPR, I'm Ari Shapiro. It's Thursday, May 5th. It's Consider This from NPR. Lenny and Moisha's mother arrived in Poland just as I was leaving. So the first time I spoke with her was just last week. She sat in a hotel room in the Polish city of Zhezhov, not far from the hospital where the twins have spent the last two months. My name is Irma Nunez. I'm Sasha's partner, and I'm mother to Moisha and Lenny, and I'm going to cry saying that. It's been a very long journey. It's not that the kids have health problems. Even though they were born prematurely, they're healthy now. Good to travel. So here's what happened. Irma had stayed in Chicago to get the family's legal paperwork in order. She landed in Poland about a week after Sasha. And Irma, did you go straight to the hospital to see the boys? No, we arrived late at night, but the very next the next day, that was the first place we got. We, we have to book an appointment with, to see our kids, like a day in advance. And back then there were COVID protocols. Right. So do you remember the first time you saw them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I described it to a friend as... Uh, you know, like Marsha Brady when she falls in love on the Brady Bunch and she puts her school books in the refrigerator. It's like I finally understood what people mean when they say, like, I was on cloud nine. I was just floating. Like, everything else disappeared. And 
it was just amazing. I actually didn't cry that day because it was just this blast of like unreal happiness. The hospital only let them experience that happiness with their twins for one hour each day. Sasha and Irma spent the rest of the time fighting bureaucracy. So eventually the hospital said, we need to prove your paternity in order to discharge the kids too. But how do we... And then American Embassy in Warsaw said, in order for us to give the kids passports, we need you to bring the kids to Warsaw. So there was this catch, wonderful catch 22, where in order to release the kids, the hospital needed passports. To get the passports, we had to take the kids to Warsaw. The case even went to court, where Sasha says the judge was less than helpful. They wouldn't really tell us what exactly we need. They would just say, we still don't have all the documents. Eventually, officials said they needed to see birth certificates that were in Ukraine. Remember, these kids had been rescued from a hospital while the city of Kiev was under Russian assault. And so Sasha actually left the Polish city of Zhezhov to cross back over the border and retrieve the documents from the Ukrainian city of Lviv. Can you just tell me about the moment you realized you would have to cross the border and go into Ukraine to solve this problem? Um, you know, the funny thing is that for me, like just sitting in Zhezhov without able to do anything was just the worst thing possible. And so, but in order to collect all the proper documents to go to Ukraine, it was another huge task. When I recorded this conversation with them on Friday, Sasha and Irma were in a hotel room in Zhezhov. Sasha said it was his 14th hotel since he'd arrived in Poland two months ago for what he thought would be a short trip. You know, I... <laughs> Today was the hardest. Today was just excruciating because at this point we submitted everything that can possibly be submitted. And when I called the court this morning, the secretary said the decision has been made. The judge has to sign on it and then we'll fax it to the hospital. And I said, but what's the decision? And she says, I'm sorry, but I cannot tell you. Where do things stand right now? They actually, the things are actually, well, the two boys are lying down. Just They're there in the room with you. Yeah. You want to see? They're there in the hotel room. Sure. <laughs> ah. Oh, in two months, this is the first time you've actually had them in your own space, not in a hospital. That's right. That's right. I suddenly feel like I should be talking quietly so I don't wake them up. That's what I was doing. But Irma said, no, we have to speak loudly. So they learn. <laughs> That's not <what> I <laughs> <laughs> they, they have been living in a little nursery for the past two months. and uh, The nurses don't keep quiet. They don't. And they play pop music and uh, drop things. And there's monitors beeping all the time. I didn't realize this whole time we've been talking, they are right there behind you yeah. sleeping. Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. I, You know, when we came in, I dropped my bag. And I thought, oh, my God, what an idiot. Because they're sleeping. But I'm still in the mood of not knowing what to do. But also these babies were born in a war zone, so. Oh, is one of them crying? Well, no, I see Irma rushing off. He coughed. He coughed. I'm a mother in the steel magnolias vein. <laughs> you just like, stand up and make sure they're breathing. Sasha was actually born in Ukraine when it was part of the Soviet Union. His family came to the U.S. as Jewish refugees. He says this experience has made him feel closer to the place of his birth. 
He and Irma have used the connections they've made to create a network. They call it Ukraine Trust Chain. We benefited so much from individuals who are willing to just step up and do something. And um, it's really incredible. And being here in Jeshuv, we've, um, we've also met a lot of other people who are experiencing difficult things. And we're trying to connect people who we trust with other people we trust and, and build, build, help build these networks. They have teams of volunteers in the U.S. and Ukraine providing a pipeline of medical supplies, baby formula, food, and other essentials to people in the war. And so my friend and his team in Chicago are getting donations, and they found a way to immediately channel it to the volunteers. And the volunteers are doing the hard work, of course. So that conversation was last Friday. And Monday? We just feel very lucky. Lucky to be home. Sasha called me from Chicago. He said Lenny and Moisha cried the entire flight from Poland. Yeah, everybody was very helpful, though. You you just have to say a magic word. These kids were born in Ukraine on the second day of the war, and everybody just goes out of their way to help. The American pediatrician, who'd had months of consultations by phone, finally met the twins for the first time Monday. She said they're both good babies. And now Sasha and Irma are surrounded by family and friends to help them. There's an army of people who love them. Very different from the army that surrounded them on the first day of their lives in Kyiv. It's Consider This from NPR. I'm Ari Shapiro.